Welcome into the Waiver Fire Podcast. Nick and JP, we are back. JP, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Fresh off of, of Disney World. And we're back doing doing the waiver fire. I uh things are going okay for me in the in the league that me and Nick are in together. Um I have three losses now, but um things are looking up. You know, Justin Fields is looking good for me. Um I had a bye week, like a pretty big bye week with uh with the Seattle guys out and stuff like that. And uh Cooper Cup's back. You know, it looks like him and Puka are an every week start. And I don't mind doing that. I feel better about starting both of those guys at the same time than than Lockett and uh and Metcalf. But yeah, I, will, I think that's I will, fair. You I know, con- it was a good. I will continue to start Metcalf. Yeah, I think that's that's fair. You are double dipped on Rams wide receivers and Seahawks wide receivers. You do move to one and four after a tough loss to Drew Cook this week, but still very much in the hunt. And like you said, your team is on the ups. If you can somehow find a a lottery ticket at the running back position, that would really seal the deal but uh that's not gonna happen (laughs) that might not happen but we're in a league where um you know it's not that wide receivers are premium but you you have that that extra 0.5 that you get per per 10 yards and uh that really makes wide receivers valuable in this league and it kind of kind of weakens running backs i think agreed for sure the wide receivers are are crucial wild week five um you know you were not able to join last week how was disney world big dog it was really good um i mean after years of not not going since i was a a a child there was all of the classic rides to to re-ride the all of the the slow the slow fun Disney rides like Peter Pan and stuff like that. Ooh. But um yeah, that stuff was great. And then they I, I got to try all the new age rides. Like uh there's this one that is the greatest ride I've ever been on. It it was <sighs> it was out of this world. It's like worth going on a vacation just to try it. Um Ooh, give me a it's taste. A, it's the Guardians of the Galaxy ride in um in Epcot. It's a giant building, like just a fucking massive building. It's as big as, you know, an office building or something, except kind of on its side. It's like, it's like a big rectangle. Mm-hmm. But you, it's a roller coaster. It's a, it's a dark roller coaster. You, the, the, the special thing about it is that like it, you'll be traveling in one direction, but the 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 car that you're in like pivots the entire time. Ooh. And it like you'll be going like 
one direction, but looking like back and to the left or something like that. And it just absolutely, it it's just the craziest roller coaster I've ever been on. It is madness. It kind of runs the course of the original movie. Uh, no, you you uh, you're you're doing like a a tour of uh the big planet from from there from that movie where it's like got like billions of people living on it. You're doing a tour, and then some giant dude comes and steals their generator, and then the um the guardians have to have to chase him through time and space and the only people that can go after him is the the people that are on the ride and they have to um they have to like follow the bad guys so that so that the guardians can get to him and during the ride you're just getting sucked through time and space and you're just like it has like the soundtrack to the movie and everything. I mean, it's just fantastic. It starts with you getting sucked really, really fast backwards, Ooh. like straight backwards. And then it just like hurls you into space and like gradually turns you around while you're just like doing all kinds of crazy ass turns and shit and drops. And Oh my God, it's, it's did the it, greatest ride. Did it warrant a double dip from you? Oh yeah, I I wrote it three times. Um, you you as a as a part goer, they only let you ride it once for free. What? Yeah, everybody, everyone. When you wake up that morning, you can start booking your free um ride on it. Sure. And then after that, you can't just like go stand in line. You you have to go and like buy another uh ride on it no that breaks my heart a little bit yeah i was able to scam my second ride out of like a child that was with us (laughs) well there you go and then the the my third ride i i had to pay for it straight up it was like 13 dollars, but it was worth it man i had it i had to do it (laughs) that does sound cool well glad you enjoyed it man we were able to have jandy fill in last week uh leading up to my match head to head with Jandy and thankfully I prevailed it was intense I scored 168 points every player of mine just went the fuck off and I thought surely this is just completely done here comes Jamar Chase with his 50 point effort here comes George Kittle with his 30 point effort here comes Brees Hall newly acquired by Jandy stolen from Scott with his 30 point effort but still I I complete the deal and beat Alex by about 15 points so it was awesome loved that uh really a solid week I moved to sole first place at 4 and 1 Feeling fantastic. We'll see how uh, that continues. Looks like we've got, we are watching, we are recording during Monday Night Football as always. And we've got a little bit of a sweat here, man. Oh my God. Just as I say that, we are in the middle of the fourth quarter. Green Bay is down four on the road at Las Vegas. They are driving 
and Jordan Love throws it into coverage, and there's a nasty tip pick, and the Raiders will get the ball with nine minutes left up by four. Fantasy-wise, Farrell is leading Major by .17 points, but Major has Josh Jacobs, and Farrell only has Romeo Dobbs, who has one catch on the night. They're, so major he's there, they're about feeling. to run they're about to run Jacobs right now. Oh, absolutely. I think the only thing Farrell can hope for is that Jacobs somehow gets stuffed and because the Green Bay is down that they will pass and somehow involve Romeo Dobbs, but this is this is leaning in Major's favor, which uh he is 1 and 3 moving into 1 and 4 would be tough. You we said you lost to Drew Cook narrowly, that was tough. Vink Absolutely destroyed Chris on DJ Moore's 50 nasty. DC and Cody have the two of the lowest scores, and yet somebody had to win. And so DC takes it to move to three and two. Cody at one and four. His team is not very good. And Moonhead takes care of Scott. Scott has, as always, crippled himself, <laughs> crippled his own team through some questionable trades. And put up the lowest points of the week. So, Jesus. Of course, he did beat me last week, so I can't talk too much. But uh, yeah, I think that team might be done. What a week! What a week in the NFL, man. Started off mm. on Thursday with what looked to be—I mean, it kind of was a shitty game—but what looked to be <laughs> just an absolute abysmal game with the Chicago Bears playing the Washington Commanders, and the Bears come out hot. You mentioned Justin Fields. I guess you are feeling pretty good. He's starting to heat up. Yeah, I'm going to play him now. <laughs> I mean, he is really getting it going. Boy, the Commanders really had a chance to shine right there, finally at home against a terrible team on Thursday on primetime. And your fans show up and witness getting throttled by the worst team in the league. That's that's probably tough to stomach there. And then um, the I was able oh, to ahead. I was able to throw up Logan Thomas in my other league. Oh, nice! As as a a, a fill in, I, I actually dropped the shit out of Pat Fryermuth. Yeah, he he was my tight end. I just dropped him and picked up Logan Thomas, and that went out, went great. He had a receiving touchdown, nine receptions for seventy seven yards. That's command. looking pretty good. I've I've always liked Logan Thomas. He's oh, absolutely. He's he's really athletic. He's got a, He's huge. Um, and by the way, in that other league, things are going fantastic. Ooh, five and five and zero oh with five and oh. with uh six hundred and nineteen points scored. It's, I mean, last week with Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. It's just such a great baseline. Those guys just went the fuck off. That is and, a filthy stack. And and adding Devon A chain to oh to the baby. squad was just juicy. <laughs> Even on a bye week when I had Keenan Allen, Kenneth Walker, both out, we still smashed with one fifty nine. That's this, gross. The squad is just disgusting. That's clutch, man. Let's go. Let's bring home the ship there. I love it. Man, then comes Sunday morning. I had almost forgotten that the Bills had traveled to London to play Jacksonville, their home turf. I was a little, I thought uh, Disney might run it back and clear up some of the bugs, but I don't think that they had the uh, Toy Story thing again. Uh, We'll see if that's 
if that moves forward. But I thought it was pretty fun for my kids. Anyways, wild game. The Jags take it down. The Bills are looking pretty not invincible. So Yeah, not invincible. They just put up the numbers. Yeah, they do put it. They do love the fantasy teams, but man, that team is not uh, not looking like the Super Bowl, you know, favorites for sure. Oh, and a sack by Green Bay. So wow, Josh Jacobs got nothing from that drive, and Green Bay is going to get that ball back real quick. Um, Travis wow. Etienne had a big game. Travis Etienne went off. He he's looking electric. Somebody I was not in on at all. Wow, Farrell is winning now by point zero seven points mm. so i guess if the packers can lead a you know seven minute drive i guess that's not really a thing but whew, it is sweaty right now in the league um man uh you know peeking at the waiver wire this week there's really not much um your boy james connor went out with a knee injury not really apparent how severe that will be. Um, his backup, Amari Demarcado, is kind of, I guess, somewhat of a pickup this week. He looked pretty good. He had pretty good uh, yards per carry. He will have to face the Rams this week. The Rams defense is middling. Um, so you might be able to squeak out a week. And this James Conner thing, I guess, you know, Let's look at reports tomorrow to see how serious it is. But if you're desperate, the Cardinals actually are not that horrific. They're scoring fantasy points as a team. So could do worse. And then I think the only other waiver wire target is Curtis Samuel. You mentioned Logan Thomas. Curtis Samuel is also getting a decent amount of targets. He's gotten eight and seven targets the past two weeks. They're losing games. They do have to play Atlanta next week. Atlanta's defense has actually been pretty good, um, especially against the wide receiver. So it's not a smash play, but Curtis Samuel has been getting looks. And I don't know about you, but I I think that we've both kind of enjoyed his production when it's there. Um, I I actually played him last week. Oh, hell yeah. I played him on that as well. On that. Yeah, I I had had to go up against him. I had Logan Thomas to kind of offset his good performance he's kind of coming on man i know everybody wants scary terry to be that dude but the ball's getting spread around and uh yeah i think they're going to be i i would expect them to lose against atlanta and so if curtis samuel can get in some you know second half junk time if you will it's it's a little gross but man the wire is just a little bit dead right now we're you know a third of the way through the season and things have kind of settled into place we're historically kind of a pro Curtis Samuel podcast. I Agreed. Mean, we, we used to love him when he was um, a Panther. Always plagued by hamstring, the dreaded wide receiver hamstring. And yeah, no, he's looking good right now. So I think he is worth an ad, especially there are plenty of people on teams depth charts, you know, down on their bench, their sixth, you know, bench player. Curtis Samuel is is worth more than a lot of those players, so I think yeah, he's he, worth he, an ad. He's actually talented. He's okay. like really shifty and fast. And I am looking at you, Sky Moore, on my bench. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. dude, I I added Sky Moore last week for a, a like a last minute fill in when T Higgins didn't go. Gross, dude. Goodbye, <laughs> bye bye, Sky Moore. You are you know that'd be one thing. I do have a little game 
coming up for you. Um, okay. But one thing that that's kind of inspired me, things, people on benches that need to be saying goodbye. Uh, Sky Moore, definitely one of those players. Kenny Gainwell, he had seven carries this past week. DeAndre Swift is just that dude and, you know, having a backup, especially when Jalen Hurts is there to steal targets. I mean, steal uh, rushing attempts, goal line. Kenny Gainwell is not the most exciting uh, bench piece as well. So, but Sky Moore definitely needs to go. Peeking at other benches, Wandale Robinson had five catches for 18 yards. How is that possible? Five catches for 18 yards. He is getting targets, so I don't think he's a drop. Traylon Burks was officially out this week. He has knee. Why is Traylon? Traylon Burks is, I would much rather have Curtis Samuel than Traylon Burks. Um, Let's see. I keep all those players. Damn. Farrell here has some wide receivers. Diggs? Oh, and he played Dotson over Tank Dell. Interesting. Um, let's see who else is kind of meandering on these benches here. Those are all pretty keepable players. Zay Jones has been pretty decent for you. Charbonnet, you're still holding on to Charbonnet and McKinnon, huh? I guess your running back depth is, is tough. So yeah, it's, it's really bad. I, I, I kind of have to keep those guys. I mean, I definitely am not hoping for a Kenneth Walker injury since I have him in that other league, but right. If that were to happen, that would change everything for me. I think Zach Charbonnet is good. Um, he's just one of those guys I believed in from from tape and and from seeing him, from making money off of him and and things. Is Michael Gallup worth a roster spot? He's gotten seven, six, five targets. I guess he is getting targets and a little bit of production. So he is, but. Man, it's really frustrating watching that team. Mm, that team's rough. Smith in Jigba of Seattle. I don't know if that's worth a roster spot. He's he's getting some targets, but man, it's it's been kind of trash recently. Luke Musgrave as a tight end backup. What is that? What are you doing, DC? <laughs> Why? Why are you doing that? Oh boy. All right. Anyways. Uh, JP, you and I are going to square up this week. Finally. Oh God. I have to <laughs> fucking go up against Josh Allen. That sucks balls. Yeah, but you might not have to face Justin Jefferson. So he's a little oh, banged up. Oh, wow. I forgot about that. Although you might be without both Khalil Herbert and James Conner. So we might, uh, we both might struggle a little bit, but, uh, mm, I'm going to struggle running back <laughs> all right well i did come up with a little bit of a trivia game jp if you're interested trivia okay so this is something the ballers have done and i i've always enjoyed it and obviously they're quite honestly much more knowledgeable than us but hopefully i've given you enough hints and what this is is just you trying to guess the player after i give you some some info if you're game okay and I have a quarterback, a running back, wide receiver, and tight end. So I have four of these players. The first one, this is the quarterback four 
on the year in fantasy tied with Tua and Patrick Mahomes for that slot. That's the first hint, if you want to take a stab. The quarterback four tied with Patrick Mahomes and Tua. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Let's see. Who's been doing sneaky good? It's, I think it's someone really aggravating. I can give the second hint if you if you're stumped still. Oh yeah, I mean I'm not sure. I'd have to go. I have to think about like each team or something. What's the second hint? Second hint is on his team on his offense. He has an RB one. He has two top eighteen wide receivers and the tight end five on his team. Uh, is, is it Jared Goff? Oh, that is a good guess. It is not Jared Goff. I don't think he would have two top 18 wide receivers. Um, I don't think it's, I don't think it's Gino. Uh, <laughs> I know. Poor guy. Um, let's see. Two top 18 receivers. The offense is just stacked across the board. The third hint, this one kind of gives it away. Okay. Drafted with the last pick in the in the NFL draft. Drafted with the last pick. Mr. Irrelevant. I don't know who it is. Too tricky. My brain's is, not on tonight. It is Brock Purdy. Oh, Brock Purdy yeah. is the QB4 in fantasy this year. Yeah, he's great. Unbelievable. Does not I run wish, the ball. I wish I had bought some of his uh, sports cards back when, oh. when it was kind of up in the air whether, whether he was going to play or not. Right. That would have been spicy. Wow. Nice wiggle by Josh Jacobs. That has to give Major the lead at this point in the game. Oof. Farrell. Tough to get one catch out of Romeo Dobbs on Monday night and lose the lead. Yeah, Brock Purdy, man. Wow. Without running the ball, being on a team that dominates games does not need, you know, fourth quarter action most of the time. And with Christian McCaffrey gobbling up so many rushing touchdowns he's still the qb4 on the year that is kind of stunning and i don't know i don't know um if that continues or not i mean that offense is just so elite that he can go wherever he wants the offensive line looks incredible just kind of blows me away you know usually to get up into that top five you need something special either with your legs or just a hyper passing uh offense but He's getting it done, man. It's crazy. All right. You want to go for number two here? On my, uh, I just pulled up the quarterbacks on, on my, uh, my other league or whatever Mm -hmm. on our scoring. Mm. Josh Allen, number one. Big time. Kirk Cousins still number two. Wow. Even with a bit of a down week, impressed. He's been very, very good. 
Um, Justin Fields, number three. Man, he's starting to have those big weeks now. And in this scoring, Purdy is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Ooh, he's getting docked, huh? With Russell Wilson ahead of him. Oh, you must have some bonuses. Um, yeah, there's some bonuses. That's fair. That's fair. To still, Patrick and still very, very good. Kind of incredible. All right. This let's see if the second one. We'll go to the we'll go to the running back position. Okay. In week one, he was the RB two on the week. But he has not scored since then. Not scored a touchdown or not scored any fantasy points. He has not scored any fantasy points. Is he a is he a player that that is is it like well known? Is he a no one? Is he a nobody type player? That leads into the second hint. He was a first round pick in fantasy drafts. Oh, in fantasy drafts this year. This year, Nick Chubb. I don't think Nick Chubb uh, even played week one, did he? I think he was oh, hurt. Okay. Like it was not him, but that's a fantastic guess. Oh, Saquon then. It's not Saquon has scored uh, maybe in week two, and he certainly was not RB two on on week one. Well, wow, a lot uh, of running Austin backs Eckler. got hurt. Hey, there it is, Austin. Wow, a lot of running backs got hurt early on, huh? Oof, tough to be them. It is Austin Eckler. And the only reason I bring that up, he was the RB2 on that week. Obviously, Austin Eckler, the hype is is very high, and, and owners are, are really excited to get him back, of course. That week one, you know, we've seen Joshua Kelly just be an, a complete embarrassment, for sure. Different, different athlete. It was against Miami in week one. Miami is one of the softest rush defenses in the league. His if Eckler comes back after the bye, which is what it, what's expected this week to be back, he has to play Dallas. Then after that, he plays Kansas City. So that's that's two very difficult rush defenses. Then in the third week, he does get some reprieve. He goes against Chicago, fourth and one. Why are they going to go for this for real? It's the two-minute warning. It's the two-minute warning. Okay. Lay of the land here. We've got Raiders. Driving, it's the two-minute warning. They're about the 35-yard line. It would be like a 50-yard field goal at least, maybe a 55, to go up. They're up by three right now, I think. So that would go up by six and give the ball back. Or they make the first down on fourth and one, and I think Green Bay still has a couple timeouts, so they'd have to make another drive, something like that. Keep you in tune. So, and then he gets Chicago, and then he has to play the Jets and then Detroit. Detroit is not an easy matchup. So he's got four tough matchups coming up the next five weeks. I'm just saying, I I guess I'm kind of tempering expectations. Coming back after injury, I maybe Austin Eckler in a few weeks is a trade, a buy low candidate. So just kind of keep your eyes on it. I know he was so electric and you know teams are going to be kind of pissed if he comes back and he's, he's kind of comes back slow, but might not be easy. For I him. don't think that's going to happen. We'll see. He's I, very, very good. They, they only have two people to throw to, really. That's fair. And, and he should be the offense. 
So, I mean, Keenan Allen is right. fantastic this year. He's he's the man. And that team is losing. So they like to pass, and Austin Eckler is an incredible pass catcher. But I don't know. We'll see. If, it, if he does kind of get stuffed on the first few weeks coming back, maybe throw some offers that way. See if you can scoop him up if, if an owner is really frustrated. All right. Go to the wide receiver position. This guy, I've mentioned him on the show before as a trade for target. I tried to send an offer to trade for him, was pretty swiftly shut down. It is what it is. This guy is the wide receiver 47 on the year. That does include a bye week, so he's had one less game, but still, wide receiver 47. His targets in the four games he has played, 6, 8, 5, 11, solid usage, has no touchdowns on the year. feel like that has to change. Um, upcoming schedule, Detroit, Atlanta, Buffalo, Houston, Tennessee. Those are pretty decent wide receiver um, matchups. So again, feel like he's a trade for target. I don't know if any of that actually pointed to a specific player for you. I don't know if those hints were good enough to, well, to narrow you it said down. That, you said that they are not doing well overall, but you want them. I do. I think they had he'll buy. They did they have had a buy. buy. So this week buys were um, Seattle. Chargers, Bucks, Browns. Nailed it. What are good players? Um, Wide receiver. Mike Evans. No touchdowns on the year. No touchdowns. Oh, man. Um, But you were close. Oh. I'm close. Did you, uh, um, Godwin? Is that Chris who you Godwin? Are? Chris Godwin. Mike Evans before the bye, hamstring injury. We've seen that story a thousand times. Chris Godwin has been very good, just no touchdowns. That offense, Baker has looked fine. I think that he's, I continue to try to pursue it. Major, let me have him. Let me have Chris Godwin. I think Major, he's going to be very good. Major wants a lot for things. I offered him Raheem Mostert for him. Mostert, you know, obviously fading a little bit because of Devon Achan. Although Devon Achan apparently had a knee injury. Yeah. Have you heard anything about this? It popped up on my phone whenever, whenever undergoing he evaluation for knee injury. So I don't think we have reports on what it is just yet. Um, But anyways, if that's anything severe, then it's completely Mostert's job. That offense has been fantastic. And, um, you know, he's been great. So I I guess I I feel like that's a good trade. I don't I don't know why he wouldn't take that trade. I thought it was a solid offer as well, man. But he says that Chris Godwin is his wide receiver, too, and he needs that which is fair. Oh, that's definitely a first down right there. 
So Raiders, it was fourth and one on their 35. They elected to try for the field goal and they missed. So now it is a four-point game with the Green Bay Packers. One timeout, a minute 45 left on the clock. Peeking in on the matchup of Major and Farrell. Farrell is now down by four and a half, uh, three and a half points. So he needs about 25 yards, 20 yards out of Romeo Dobbs or, of course, the titty. All right. So you nail Chris Godwin. That brings us down to the tight end at the last. This guy is the tight end two on the year. Targets have been seven, six, two, nine. Five. I mean, from the tight end position, that is is pretty fantastic. Um, I don't know if you're able to guess right off of just from those those hints. It sounds like Laporta a little bit. Laporta is number one. He has been electric. This is the tight end two. Another hint is last year he had seven touchdowns. His team, this is this will hopefully clue him. His team was 0-4 before this week, before this past week. Um, Is it Cole Komet? Cole Komet is the tight end, too. Can't believe it. How is that possible? I wasn't drafting him like that. I mean, that is just, that is just fantastic. I am so stoked for that. Oh, love it. No, I, I was not in it at all. He is at 53 points. He's one point ahead of Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews. I mean, Cole Komet is just simply getting it done on the worst team. He has all those Cole targets. Komo. He had that. He has a three touchdowns on the year. Oh, Green Bay is driving, but Romeo Dobbs is not getting any of it. That's <laughs> fantastic. Yes, man. That is absolutely wild. His upcoming schedule for Cole Komet, Vikings, Raiders, Chargers. I mean, unleash, get him in the lineup. It's It's been fantastic. It's been wonderful. If you if you somehow got a, a Cole Komet share, it's been tasty. All yeah, right, man, been, those, are, those are the players. I appreciate you uh, participating, stirring the brain a little bit. Yeah, it was fun. As I said, you and I will head to head this week, man. Hopefully it'll be fun. What else we got? We got Farrell playing Moonhead. We've got Chris playing Jandy. DC playing Scott. That could be ugly. Cody playing Drew Cook. That could also be horrific. And Vink Major might be the match of the week. That could be spicy. So we will tune in absolutely next time. And uh, JP, good to have you back after the, the holiday, man. Yeah, it's good to be back. All right. Catch you next week. See ya.